Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Friday the 9th of July. Yesterday's morning audio comment implied that ECB President Lagarde's remarks could be interesting. I would like to unreservedly apologise to anyone who listened to into ECB President Lagarde's remarks in consequence. Bond markets ended the day virtually unchanged. The ECB did indeed change its policy target yesterday and will henceforth miss a 2% inflation target rather than missing a near but not at but a bit below 2% inflation target. Adding additional housing costs to the consumer price inflation measure is unlikely to be a terribly big change. To ordinary subjects of the euro empire, this makes no difference at all to their expectations of inflation. To those in financial markets, it can charitably be interpreted as a dovish tilt. The minutes of the last ECB meeting will be published today. The ECB has also added climate change to its policy objectives from 2024. Should it be becoming woke? The answer is that it should. The job of a central bank, ultimately, is to provide economic stability in order to enable living standards to rise. Economic stability is directly challenged by climate change, as parts of the US have been discovering recently. Indeed, even the most narrowly focused of central bankers must admit that climate change affects price stability, so central bank policy that ignores climate change is undermining a focused inflation objective. Fifty years ago, inflation was arguably the greatest threat to economic stability, and so became priority number one for sensible central bankers. Inflation is no longer the greatest threat, and so a sustainability aspect to policy is the right course of action. Chinese June inflation data was not especially interesting and driven by base effects. Consumer price inflation in China is a domestic affair, primarily driven by food prices and of no concern beyond China's borders. The rate of inflation slowed. Producer prices are also mainly a domestic affair. There's a very weak relationship to export prices and almost no discernible relationship to consumer prices in other parts of the world. Here too, the growth rate slowed. From the United Kingdom, we have had the monthly GDP data for May, which was at the weaker end of expectations. Ultimately, the numbers are not terribly disappointing, but for both manufacturing and services, the growth rate, while high, was a little more subdued than had been anticipated. The UK consumer does have a lot of potential spending power, having accumulated significant savings during the pandemic, and with the number of workers on furlough falling very rapidly, UK growth is unlikely to be a cause for concern. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment 
investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.